0: Excuse me. Yo, what's going on? I am Scooch Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> and I am That Foster. Man, and this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. What's going on with you, brother?
1: Man, I can't call it, man. Back for another episode. Man, I am excited to do this hood classic, man. But how you feeling, man?
0: Man, um... I ain't gonna lie to you. Today was an easy day at work today, man. I got home. I turned this bad boy on. And let me tell you something. It took me back. This was so nostalgic, man. I was I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm eager to do this one too. This one was yeah. old school.
1: Yeah, old school, old school, man. Like these it it <laughs> unfortunately, I grew up on this. Yeah, you know I mean, you, like see, me and you both. Hey, even though. Neither one of us was supposed to be watching this shit at all, but <laughs> but we was watching, it, man. And like, hey, boy, my impressions of LA. I mean, cause think about it, dude. You got Minister Society, you got. I mean, even even you know we got Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. You can even throw shit Ricochet in there. I mean, like a lot of like, in the NWA. So your depiction of, you know what I'm saying, these parts of the hood in LA, it was just like, yo, boy, if I go to LA, boy, I ain't trying to go to Watts. I ain't trying to go to Compton. Like, dude, it's crazy. I remember when I was, let me see, cause my cousin graduated in like 99, something like that. So I was like, I was in like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And my cousin was uh in the color guard in mm-hmm. um oh, at our high see? school. No, no, like the color guard for the band like oh okay. like, I yeah she went to uh she went to burns in that school oh. remember i told you that was like nationally ranked and shit mm-hmm. so they uh did a parade out in la and the thing is their school colors are red white and blue so she told <laughs> us when they went out there they couldn't wear their shit <laughs> yeah. and she was like they couldn't even wear like any of their school shit when they was out there because yeah. they were just saying like some of the bad neighborhoods and shit so like that was like me like Looking at it like, yo, that's wild. Yo, like, y'all can't even and wear school colors out
0: there. You can't even wear certain baseball caps out there, bro. Hey,
1: boy, it is wild. Like, they,
0: they, I've heard, like, I've heard stories because I got family that live out there. And I've heard stories where, like base, it's like, baseball caps, wherever you at, it's a baseball cap for something out there. It don't matter what it is, but it's always a baseball cap for something out there. So you know, like when uh, New Era came out with the fitted caps that had the upside down logos, mm-hmm. people was getting beat up for wearing them because they thought they was disrespecting the, the gangs around there. Damn, ball with them bitches all the time. That's what I'm saying. New Era had niggas getting beat the fuck up out there. <laughs> <laughs> like it,
1: Crazy. Oh man, that's crazy. So yo, we look we just talking like we ain't even live. Yeah, yo, man. so we're doing like I mean, like I said, y'all, this is this is definitely a hood classic, man. 1993, yeah. a huge brothers uh film, Menace of Society, man. That's um, right,
0: man. And as much as bad as we talked about LA, um, this movie also depicted some of the great times that um you know what I'm saying people out there were having as well, like you know what I'm saying? The barbecue scene, the house party scenes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Riding around, chilling with your homies at night. Like it, it, it was still. You know what I'm saying? Like you still had moments where you can enjoy yourself as well. It wasn't always a goddamn war zone either. That's yeah. one thing I did like about *Minister Society*. It did show, um, even you know what I'm saying. It showed the upbringing. It's, it was depicted for. I mean, the depiction was supposed to be an upbringing of one young man. You know what I'm saying? Living in watch. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying, it also showed not just the bad that he was going through, because, you know what I'm saying, of course, he was a dope dealer. You know what I'm saying? He he lived a life of crime. And um, throughout the movie, he narrated how everybody around him kind of did the same thing. His dad, you know what I'm saying, uh, the dude that kind of raised him, Pernell, you know what I mean? His mom was a drug addict. So it kind of showed, you know what I'm saying, he kind of narrated through that but also it showed you like those good moments where they was having house parties, you know what I'm saying? Like we said, I mean, like I just said, like how, you know what I'm saying? They had the, um, the barbecue, you know what I'm saying? Neighborhood barbecue, everybody come out, you know what I'm saying? And it was kicking it. And it was, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they also showed those moments where everybody was still, you know what I'm saying? Had some kind of silver lining and, you know what I'm saying? What was going on around the time too.
1: Of course, man. Of course. So I mean, yo, the cast, yeah. Man, you got Tyron Turner. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like this this is really the film that really I mean, like I mean, obviously he'd been in some other shit, you know what I'm saying? He was in Belly, you know, small role in there, you know. He was in that new uh
0: Tyron Turner was, was in that new
1: movie. Yeah, that new movie with uh with Michael Elay and um yep. uh Hillary Swank. Uh yep. what was that joint called? Uh damn I forgot what it was called, but he was in that joint. But yo, you got a young Lorenz Tate. Fatal, you know
0: that's
1: saying? what it was called. Yeah, Fatal, yeah. yeah. And then you got uh Samuel Jassy, he had a cameo. You know, rest in peace to A.J. Johnson. Yeah, oh, he te- had a cameo. Man. Yeah, man. Hey, boy, Brandon Hammond, man. You know what I'm saying? Known mm-hmm. for, you know, his big role in Soul Food. You know what, mm-hmm. what
0: I'm saying?
1: You know, he, he was really the main character in Soul Food as a kid. So, you yeah. know, he had a, a – a gr- when it comes to a young career – like, he had a great young career. You know Fetch. what I'm saying? Like, you know, once he got older, I don't know if he stopped acting or what. I don't really know what happened to him, but he, you know, he kind of fell he off. Probably, he probably done made so much money, bro. He probably chilling somewhere. He, yeah, he probably is, man. Probably uh, is, then you got, Glenn, man. you got Glenn Palmer, man. Glenn yep. Palmer was. That, that, OG that, that Bobby those was his time. OG Bobby Johnson, man. He's always going to be OG Bobby Johnson. Oh, wow. Well. Um, you know what I'm saying? Candy Alexander. Uh, Jada Pickett-Smith. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, shit. You got MC8 MC, MC in this bad boy. Vontae yeah, Sweet, Too Short He was in this joint. Clifton Powell. Clifton Powell. Yep. Charles S. Dutton. Charles S. Dutton. Man, yep. Bill man, Duke. Man, Bill Duke, man. Yeah, That's man. a yeah, yeah,
0: legend, man. Bro. Bill yeah,
1: Duke sir. is a legend, bro. Bill Duke is a straight-up legend, man. You got Clifton Collins Jr., man. He was in that real... Quick. It wasn't in that nah, you
0: know long.
1: But you got Yo-Yo. yo-yo. Yo-yo was in his joint, bro. Yeah, man. Yo Yo Yo, Yo, was, the... Yo was the crap. She was, and and at that time, you know, with her being a rapper, it mm-hmm. was just like you know, when you look at uh you know, they had two short. I mean yo-yo just she's just LA. You mm-hmm. know what
0: I'm
1: saying? It's like anytime you do something like LA like this. Like Yo Yo always usually had a cameo back then because she had another yeah. cameo in uh, wasn't it Paulette? P- 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 no, 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 Boys in Hood. Yep, he was in Boys in the Hood for a yep. quick little minute. I was and about to say, uh, Poetic Justice, the, really wasn't
0: that. the ultimate buster, Samuel <laughs> Monroe Jr. He ain't
1: yeah.
0: no, he ain't no real buster. He actually a great actor, but it's yeah. just every, every role that he has, bro. He just happened to be a buster in the movie, man. I don't, I, I hate the fact that he's so good at being a buster, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. like, it's just one of them things where, you know what I'm saying? We talked about it before, how somebody is so good at a role, like, especially like the, the villain role or like, you know what I'm saying? uh, Or like some, or like how Leonardo DiCaprio was so good at being a slave master. Like you just, you hate him. Cause you know, he's doing such a great job, but at the same time, it's like, damn, he's doing a good job. You know what I mean? But he it's just every role that he on, bro, he he playing that
1: buster. Man, he raped Ebony, man. Buster. Exactly. <laughs> That's my point, bro. <laughs> nigga's
0: a buster. He always acting as a buster, bro. I don't know what he – I only never met him, and I don't know how he is in real life. But every time he's on that big screen,
1: he's a straight-up buster. Man, you ain't lying, bro. You ain't lying. So, you know, I was sitting here thinking in my head where I wanted to start, man. And, like, let's start – with off let's start off the camera first. Okay, well so, real quick
0: real quick okay. before we do, let's get him a quick synopsis. Um Minister Society is basically a story of um uh, a young street guy who, who's basically trying to find his way um in the life in LA at the time. He's just graduating high school. Uh He's trying to figure out what he's going to do. He's hustling, selling drugs, robbing people, going basically living a life of crime and basically trying to figure out whether or not he's going to change it. He comes into. um, Man, he he comes into some pretty sour situations, but he also um, finds ways to get up out of them and try to make
1: a better life for himself. That's a good synopsis. Um, so <clears throat> I mentioned the Huge brothers, man. They were, you know, two brothers who, you know, was putting together films, and uh, this was really their big break for this one. But I also would like to mention, and I learned this when I watched that uh, the films that made us. Remember, I told you I watched that joint on uh, mm-hmm. on Netflix yeah. <clears throat> when they talked about Nightmare on Elm Street. So, mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street was a New Line Cinema movie. Right. That was the birth of New Line Cinema. Sim- 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 so, Uh-oh. I know, right? It ain't coming out. So, if that movie, if Nightmare on Elm Street was a flop, New Line Cinema wouldn't exist today. Right. And the thing about them was they were able to give people a jump start. Like, they was like that they was that company that was like took a lot of chances on people. Mm-hmm. They was but like, you,
0: the, um, they was like how Fox was with uh, like Martin and, and Living Color
1: and all them early on, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, because when you look at New Line, Center, they gave Ice Cube his first movie, mm-hmm. Friday, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They gave the Huge Brothers with this, so and on, uh, even, even what's the name? West Craven wasn't really a name, right? Yeah. When they gave him Nightmare on Elm Street, so. So we got to talk about the uh, the new line cinema thing. So that was uh so that was good. The day that so basically what I'm saying is it's a great thing that Nightmare on Elm Street existed because maybe these other people wouldn't have got their shot to come Mm -hmm. out with their first movies. So for the people that don't know, Tupac was actually casted in this movie, Mm -hmm. but he was casted to be Sharif. Right. So when he read the script, he was like, yo, he was basically like, yo, this Sharif dude, he's a punk. You know what I'm saying? Does that this that? You know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna play this character, there's gonna have to be some changes. So basically, the huge brothers like, nah, we ain't changing the script. Sharif is Sharif. Mm-hmm. So apparently <clears throat> it got heated. <laughs> went to fight. <laughs> he went to beat these dudes up. And so they booted him out of there. So basically, Tupac is not going to be in Minister Society. I ain't so, my lie. thing is thank goodness. Yeah, because he wouldn't have been able to appreciate Sharif. Like, when, when you think about the type of person that Sharif was, uh, I wasn't going to start necessarily with Sharif, but we're here because of Tupac. But when you think about the character that he plays, he's a, a a new Muslim, you know, excited to basically learn something new. And Sharif just wants to, he's so anxious to tell everybody, like, what he's learned. And, like, so he's, -hmm. he's put, like, like how Kane's grandparents are pushing the Bible on him. He's Mm -hmm. pushing lie on all his friends. And they're like, man, if you don't shut the fuck up, man, like, get that shit out of here. So, like. Yeah, I I couldn't Tupac could not be doing that, man.
0: You know what? The crazy part is yes he could.
1: I don't know, man. That scene when when Harold got shot.
0: Listen, Tupac could have did that role, bro. I don't know. Cuz he was he was already he was already like in in the sense of that. You know his um his stepfather was Muslim.
1: Yeah, so he yeah I know that, that
0: part. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he already had that, you know what I'm saying, like in, in his vernacular and all that. Like he already had that in his mind. So I think the, the thing was at the time, just and this is just my opinion. This ain't no factor, none of that. I don't got nothing to back this up. I'm just strictly going off of what I know about Tupac and what I'm thinking that, you know what I'm saying, could be at the time. At the time this happened, right? This is what, 1993. Tupac so- died in what, 94? No, Tupac yeah. died in 96. No, no, 96. Yeah, so... Yeah, Biggie this died is, I think this is around the time he signed with Row. if I'm not mistaken. Around that time. Right. So he got this image that he has to keep. You can't have Thug Life Tupac going around telling niggas, Salam Aleikum, brother. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to work.
1: Come on, Tupac sitting on the cooler. Okay. That I'm the, trying to stop y'all for drinking this poison
0: when was I'm trying to think when did he get shot in the uh when did he get shot in the well, when did he shoot himself in the studio when did hit him up come out 94 uh
1: hit him up Shh.
0: Might have been like 93. Hold on, let me see. When we'll him Up came out.
1: So, so Tupac was shot in 94. He was shot in 94? Yeah, he was shot in
0: 94. That's the studio one, right? Uh
1: yes. Shot five okay. times by that's, two men. Yeah. November nah, November 30th,
0: 94. He shot four times because he shot himself. Um, so yeah, that was 1994, right?
1: Yeah, that was 94.
0: All right. So, okay. Cause he released hit him up in 1996. That's what it's saying. What? Is that real? Anyway. Um, damn. Yeah. It was released in 1996. That's crazy. Um, so anyway, he had this image, right? So I'm thinking that when he came out with, um, I mean, when this came out in 1993, I'm like, he just signed, I'm, I'm thinking that he just signed with Death Row. I'm about to see if that's when he signed with Death Row. Um, so if that's the case, right, mm-hmm. Um, then he would have to uh, keep that no,
1: no, could look at it, look at it this way Tupac was signed in 1995. Yeah, but you know what it was? So he coming off of Juice in 92, you know what I'm saying? Playing bishop, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So while juice is basically coming out now, this type of shit, so Minister Society probably about to start filming around 92. Right. So, so
0: he's still he's
1: still trying to be bishop. Exactly. And then you also that gotta look at it like then you also gotta look at it like he looked at Sharif's character kinda as, you know, kinda like a punk. Like, why why, why I, mean, I gotta do yeah, this, you know what I mean? Kind
0: of like a punk, but I think he was also looking at Sharif's character like, nah, man, I grew up with this. I don't wanna I don't wanna relive this.
1: Yeah, and then like I mean, and then he he but the crazy thing is look how so he don't do Minister Society in ninety two. Right. So he probably ended up starting film. I mean, he had to film Poetic Justice in 92 because it came out in 93. So what this means is he had to he was gonna soften his image either way. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if he didn't do Minister Society, he probably wouldn't did poetic justice or poetic justice just would have came out a year later. So we don't know exactly the timing and all of that. But we just want I just wanted to mention that the fact that, yeah. that Tupac could have been the Sharif character. And mm-hmm. it would have just it would have been a little weird seeing him as Sharif, but I mean he could have pulled it off. I mean he played a crooked cop and gang related, so you know what I mean. He was able to do that. So, all right, man, let's 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 speak early Kane. So, Kane is at, is at his crib. You know what I'm saying? His dad's having a little party, and you know played by Samuel Jackson. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. the great, and so it. I like what they did here cuz they they did a scene and they recreated the scene later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. So Kane sneaks out of his room, go outside with Parnell. And you know Parnell and and and, and, uh, <laughs> and man. Yeah. Man bro man was on the porch, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Brother man from the fifth floor. He it's was on the we with, Pro- yeah, with Parnell, and uh, so he got him a little beer, showed him the gun, and so came on, put him in the house, and so that's that. But the scene, the all-time scene is Samuel like, yo, he said, man, you know, been out, what, two weeks? Got my money? I said, man, got your money yet the fuck you mean you ain't got my money? <laughs> he said, nigga, I said I ain't got your money. I get to you when I feel like it. He said, he said, <laughs> he said, I tell your monkey ass I give your money when I got it. <laughs> he said, what you gonna, he said, you might get my money you else. <laughs> he said, what you mean, give your money you <laughs> else? <laughs> Hey, but well, that shit so funny now. But then he pulled the gun out on him. He said, "He said nah, nah." He said, "Fuck that shit." He said like, he "Jesus, pull that shit." He said, "Man, slap my dick." Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, he shot him up, but it was like about five times in the chest. AJ Johnson said, "Man, we do that for." He put the gun to him. He's like, "You owe me money." He said, "Nah, he but he's not." here you go. <laughs> That's shit's stupid. That shit crazy, man. But it shows you that upbringing. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is your pops. You know what I'm saying? Who, the the one thing about his dad, his dad wasn't afraid of no work. He said his dad worked as an electrician, plumber, cab driver. Mm-hmm. So his dad would work, but that was, his dad was smart by using all of that shit as a cover right. while he's selling drugs. So that right. showed Kane that, well, okay, well, you at least got to be doing something out here. Now, but he also living with a drug addict. Which was so crazy when he was narrating it because it's like he said that his mom would sometimes smoke it up before he could even sell it. And then he was like, and then he got to beat her up. It's like, so he's just saying this shit like it's susceptible. Like, that's what well, you do.
0: I mean, if you, if he grew up in that. So to him, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? He didn't know no different. I and mean, then also, and they even had it in the, um when, when she was going up there to tie her arm up. And she was mm-hmm. talking to dude at the table. He was like, "He's gonna send you to the to the moon or whatever." Dude said, and then he said, "Uh, Tat was like, I bust her motherfucking head." So like, you know what I'm saying? That even let you know, like, you know what I'm saying, the the type of environment he was coming up in. Yeah, man, that that is a
1: definitely a crazy environment. So it's like this this is what we call that that term, product of my environment. Like, mm-hmm. he literally. Grew up to be his parents. Well, his dad at least, and then necessarily, but yeah. But Parnell, he had a lot of influence on him as well because remember he was probably eight or nine right there, and he said his dad died when he was ten. Yeah, and his um he was supposed then he went to his grandparents. He was supposed to go to his mom, but she died of an overdose. Mm -hmm. So soon after that shit happened. You know what I'm saying his pops was out of here and he was over at his grandparents' house. Right. So, you know, but then when you got you were, but you are already influenced by the streets, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Your homie is Parnell, and then you got your grandpa and grandma over here trying to push the barber down your throat. You ain't trying to hear that shit, especially right. at that age. So mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 kind of conflicted, like, because you you basically living in two different realities because it's like you come home and you, you you hear the bible verses in your head then you sitting here going to school but you don't really care nothing about that but you're also selling dope and you're hanging with the homie so mm-hmm. it, it also shows you that how you could be conflicted in the hood too because it's like
0: another. go ahead real
1: quick
0: i was ahead. just gonna
1: say that everybody that live in the hood ain't hood you know that's saying?
0: true that is true yeah but it go to show you how much you know what I'm saying, of those two worlds that he had a piece of. Because remember, when he was narrating, he was saying, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Half the time I was at school, half the time I was out there doing drugs. But he was like shit. He said, I no, he said all the stuff that they teach us, I only learned half of it. But he yeah. was saying, like, and that was only because I was in school half the time. But the nigga still graduated. So it was like they passed that
1: through,
0: like, man. Yeah, like it wasn't like the boy was stupid, it was just the fact that you know what I'm saying? He had seen what the other life could get him. You know what I'm saying? It could get you the money. It could get you the cars. It could get you the jewelry and everything else that, you know what I'm saying, you're going to want to get when you go out there into the workspace. You can get that now. The only difference is, is that that should come with a price. And, you know what I'm saying, we see that
1: later on in the movie. Oh, but the ultimate price. Mm-hmm. So, but like you said, he actually ended up graduating from school and then so they doing like a party. And dude, we got we gotta talk about this, man. <clears throat> it's gotta be said. So he rolled up in the party with his cousin Harold. Colonel kind of Robert. Nah, 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 nah. We we got we got we gotta talk about Stacy. man. Nah. So so he rolled up in the party with Harold, his cousin from Long Beach. And you know, he's walking through the house, get to the back, you know what I'm saying? MCA, crap out. You know I'm saying? <laughs> and so, but the thing is, okay, hold on, we're getting to Stacy in a second. We get to Stacey in a second. So, while he was there before he got to Stacy, he goes to old dog. Mm-hmm. He's like, Yo, why the fuck you keep showing everybody the tape? Real so quick. Now we got to talk about the robbery. There you go. Yeah. So, when the movie starts
0: off, starts off with them. um with Kane and Dog going into the corner store, you know what I'm saying? We call it the corner store wrong from, I don't know what everybody yeah. else call it, but it's called the corner store wrong from. Other people, I know in New York, in like New Jersey and all that shit, it's called a bodega. Um, I don't know what it's called on the West Coast or in the South, but we call it the corner store wrong from. So, yeah. um, basically, they went in there, you know what I'm saying, they was going to get a couple beers.
1: Now, which is Which dude, is ironic that I'm guessing they didn't ask for ID in '93 because these nah. dudes. You know, you could buy you could buy cigarettes
0: for like your grandparents back then.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to buy cigarettes. I used to my yeah, aunt used to saying. send me down to this place to get cigarettes at the vending machine joint. Yeah. Hey, but that you how old I am, but that's what I'm hey, saying, boy, people that listen to this young, like a vending machine. Yeah, they used yeah, to have cigarettes in the vending machine. Vending
0: machine for cigarettes. Facts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, for bad. sure. Like so, I know for a fact they wouldn't. I D and these niggas. They nobody care about no shit like that. So this this movie, what I do like about this movie is it stays true to the culture of LA as well. It had, you know what I'm saying, the tension between the Asians and black people. It also showed you the tensions between the Hispanics and the Black people as well. Also showed you the tension between the cops and black people. Um, so it was it was as true to the black point of view as possible you know what I'm saying being in la or being from la um or really just being black for that matter at the time anyway um so you know what i'm saying he was going to uh i mean they went to the corner store or whatever first thing you know what i'm saying they go to the back going to get a beer the korean lady sitting right there you know what i'm saying she like she first off why was she dusting wine bottles
1: I do <laughs> <that. laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying? She come back there with a duster, acting like she dusted some shit off. She watching them, you know what I'm saying? Oh dog, like, hey man, we ain't about to steal nothing. You ain't gotta come back here. So, you know what I'm saying? They get the beer, they about to get, you know what I'm saying? My man Kane open one up. He about to, you know what I'm saying, start drinking it. The cashier, yo, you can't drink that before you pay for it. So, you know what I'm saying? Kane, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna pay for it, man. Relax. So they walk, they about to start walking up. Korean lady right behind them, following them. So, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm like, bitch, you <laughs> better get up that's my, that's my favorite part. So, they get up there, whatever, Kane pay for it. Now, this is what I don't like. So, Kane tell O-Dog, hey, man, get my change. Oh dog like, I got you, nigga. The Korean man didn't even want to get this nigga the change. Yeah. Didn't want to get to him. So he's like, hey, man, get my homie his motherfucking chain. He's trying to rob us, nigga? Nah. So, you know what I'm saying? He get it. He talked about, just get out. Just get out. I don't want no problems. Well, if you don't want no problems, why don't you get that man his goddamn chain? Exactly. I'd have, caused, I'd have shot the nigga just for that. I ain't going to lie to you. He'd have got shot just for trying to keep my chain. So, you know what I'm saying? They about to leave out. So, you know, old dog, like, man, I'm sick of this. This is why I don't like coming in here, man. Y'all always acting funny. And then he said the wrong motherfucking thing. He said, I feel sorry for your mama. And Now, everybody know in the hood, bro, you don't talk about nobody mama. It's been all kind of countless fights, brawls, jumpings, all kind of stuff. Just because somebody says something about somebody mama, man, you know, we know better than that. We don't talk about nobody mama. So he said, you said, what about my mama? I don't want no problems. Nah, you did want problems because you're talking about that man, Mama. Pow, pow, you shoot that man. So once he shot him. Now, this is the this is the thing where later on down the line, i I seen the importance of them getting this shot in the movie. When Old Dog shoots, because they don't show Old Dog shooting them. They just you show the, I mean, they just give you the background noise. Kane drops the beer. Mm-hmm. When Kane drops the beer, they watch, They show you the whole 40 falling and smashing the, to, on the ground.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The Korean lady screams or whatever. He goes to kill her. They get the tape, get the money out the man's pocket because they couldn't open the register. Boom. And they no,
1: no, 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 no. No, no. He Well, he told Kane to open the register. Mm-hmm. Kane, is he does not know that this was a robbery. <laughs> so he didn't open it. He's like, nigga, I told you to open the register. So he get it open. And it's eight dollars in there. No, six dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he went through the pockets, found some money, but then he found the most of like the bulk of the money in the sock. Mm-hmm.
0: So he get the money, they get up out of there, drive off. Now
1: that's where the tape comes from. Continue. So he's telling him, stop showing everybody the tape. He was like, Man, quit worrying about it. Boom, 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 everything cool, everything cool. So Everybody asking for 40s. He go over there. Sharif is sitting there with a hood on, talking about his code. Okay, like, well, that's because you leaning on the damn cooler, man. Like you get out the cooler, you like, man, you say, I'm trying to stop y'all from drinking this poison. I cannot see Tupac saying that, man.
0: <laughs> I can.
1: Y'all keep man, listen,
0: can. y'all keep forgetting that Tupac made Brenda out a baby.
1: And, and and the Hughes
0: brothers directed that video. That's what I'm saying. Y'all keep forgetting how conscious Tupac was.
1: He was, but it 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 just you ain't funny the to first
0: that. person I heard say that because uh I forgot who was on drink champs. They talked about it then where Tupac was supposed to do that role, and they was and, and Nori was like, Man, I couldn't see Pac doing that. Yeah, y'all keep forgetting that Pac was also conscious as hell.
1: He was, he was. He made that's just he
0: the way it is, things will never be the same.
1: He did, he definitely did, he definitely did. So he has one to Stacy, so he starts talking about Stacy, how him and Stacy grew up together. With, Stacy got into football, so he went mm-hmm. to a different school. So he was always talking about going to Kansas. Okay. I know Bill Snyder was at Kansas State for a long time. Bill Snyder is a, a revered coach uh, in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. But, man, why did he want to go to Kansas so bad? Like, neither one of the football teams in Kansas were good. Like, the Jayhawks have been trash
0: forever. That ain't the point. The point, you know, (laughs) he was getting the fuck out of L.A. He was. He was. And and also, you also got to remember that nigga had, like, seven kids, bro.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Stacey had a whole bunch of kids. Yeah. And so this is the first time that we hear about Kansas. It won't be the last time we hear about Kansas. Like what kills me about Stacy was the fact that like how he had all the kids and he swear he was his player. And like it was just so funny. Like his character, like it's more important than people think because like the whole story wouldn't even make sense if Stacy wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. Because I want to know, was it just a situation to where Stacy was just the excuse to get out of there? Or was Stacy trying to have all these people living in the dorm room? Like, like I don't know if it was just like was was he taking all his kids with him? Like was he it's like dude, I'm these are the questions that I got as a grown-up well,
0: like, this is the thing. Now this is cause this is what I caught on to. Remember when um remember when Sharif and Mr. Butler was in the room talking, they was they kept talking about the Kansas trip. So they mm-hmm. wasn't going to stay in Kansas with him. They was just going to go there with him just to see what it was like. So I, I don't think I don't think he was going to stay in Kansas.
1: I think it was I think it would I think it was a trial run. Mm-hmm. But I think the the biggest thing was that I think that they wanted I think it was two things. I think that they didn't want Stacy to have to be out there by herself. Exactly. But I also believe that they was looking at it like Stacy is also a reason to get out. So mm-hmm. it, not only are we leaving him alone, but what are we really leaving behind? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because yeah. the environment that we're in, we only really gonna end up in two places. Even yeah, Sharif being, yeah, and even Sharif being, you know, a changed man, and you know he found Ally, but he, he still with Wicame and he got beat up. He got mm-hmm. sent to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? When they got pulled over by the cops. so even though he was on the right path, he still was black in America in L.A. So it really yeah. didn't matter. Right. So that was the whole thing about Kansas. So we definitely gonna get back to Kansas, but so they leave, and Harold and Kane they together, but MC8 got to get gas. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. Uh, hold on. I ain't, I ain't gonna disrespect him like that. Wax. Ain't- Wax. So so wax like, yo, I got to get gas. Oh, girl, like, man, why the hell you didn't fill up before we got here? <laughs> <laughs> so, so they go get the gas. They pull up. And Harold's getting caught jack. So he's like, hey, I ain't going out like this, man. Just get out the car. So old dude didn't even give him a chance to pull his weapon. Blast Kane. Blast Harold. Throw Harold out the car. So then he dips out. So Kane took one in the shoulder. And this is another thing where it was like, look, maybe I understand what you're saying, but it just would have been like, because the thing is, everybody pretty much went to Kane except Sharif. Sharif went and Harold was laying in the street was like, yo, we can't leave him like this. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, he did. You know what I'm saying? We, we got to take Kane to the hospital. He was like, man. You staying? He was like, I'm staying. I'm staying. So he stayed there with Harold while they take Kane to the hospital. And it was just like one thing that Kane says, and just like they um, when they left the store, he was narrating when they left the store, he was like, Things is crazy in the hood like that sometimes. We just went to buy a bill. Mm-hmm. Now I'm an accessory to murder and on robbery. He like, robbery just yeah. Crazy- yeah, he was like, So that's just how crazy things are in the hood. Mm -hmm. y'all just rolling down the street dude pull up on your BM kill your cousin, shoot you boom, like that quick y'all were just going to get something to eat Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, just leave it apart to get something to eat and you get carjacked and you get shot like that's just how crazy the hood could be sometimes Mm -hmm.
0: well to me man, that's why I think this movie was, was so important and you know what I'm saying why it was heralded as um you know what I'm saying, such a classic, because it encapsulated, you know what I'm saying, it literally encapsulated the time, like, to me, this this goes up there with, like, um, what's the, uh, oh my god, I can't think of the title of it, it got, uh, the movie with Rappaport, Ice Cube, Buster Rhymes, Higher um, Learning, high, yeah, it's like, Higher Learning, Boys in the Hood, Minister Society, um, the wood is one of them, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the way it encapsulates that time period. And then not even just that time period, just what was going on in that specific area in that time period. Like it even showed you like in the beginning it even, or not even in the beginning, but like around that time, around this time in the movie, it even showed you when Watts was going through the riots in 69. You know what I'm saying? Like just the. That was, that was, that was a,
1: Watch, remember, watch got two riots. No, they I got know, riots in the ninety-two.
0: But in the in the movie, it was showing you to watch riots in sixty-nine. It specifically put it on there on the thing it said watch sixty-nine. So it was letting you know like what was already going on. Then of course, you know, what I'm saying in ninety-two the riots happened again because I think after a while they kind of shifted to ninety-two if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So it might ha- it might have been. I'm not sure. I just remember seeing Watch 1969 and that was going on because that's when they had uh that's when they was talking about his mom and his dad. Mm-hmm. So um which don't make no sense because if this nigga was never mind.
1: No, they said that um when when they showed when they showed his dad and his mom, it mm-hmm. said uh the, it was in the seventies.
0: So this nigga was born in seventy something. Or late, he had to be born in the late. 70s, well, if he if he 80s. graduated
1: if he graduated in ninety if he graduated 93. in ninety three, my sister was supposed to graduate in ninety five, and she was born in seventy seven.
0: Okay, okay, so, so but saying. that
1: meant, hold on, no, it don't make sense because well, if they said, I wonder did they say the seventies or did they say nineteen seventy? Because the numbers don't add up.
0: No, I don't think they said specifically 1970. I know for the okay, riot so thing, was 69. 70s. So it's it it was possibly the 70s at that time. Okay. But <clears throat> what I'm saying was just like the way it just encapsulated what, what was going on at the time, like the only thing it didn't get into for real, for real, was just the gang life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like even for them to go into after the cops beat Sharif and Kane up, they take them to the neighborhood with the Vatos and drop them off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just it, it just go to show you just how <clears throat> excuse me how dangerous dangerous it was at that time. Like they already was getting into it with the cops. Like you said, like, yo, sometimes the cops they'd ride up on you, pull you over for nothing, or they'd just ride behind you and turn. You know what I'm saying? They was always on our ass. So the fact that, you know what I'm saying, like they would even get them out their car, you know what I'm saying, handcuff them, throw them in the back seat, beat up, beat up on them, and then you know what I'm saying, take them and drop them off in the in the Mexican neighborhood. Like, because they know, like, you know what I'm saying, Mexicans and the blacks didn't get along. So, you know what I'm saying, luckily, them Mexicans was cool, you know what I'm saying, and they was like, you know what I'm saying, let's take them to the hospital, because it could have went real bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, they just happened to see them already beat up, and they just, he was lucky enough to take them to the hospital. Another um thing I took from this movie was, Kane had the worst luck. This is mm-hmm. this is really a movie about a dude with D worst luck. This nigga yeah. got shot twice. Mm-hmm. This nigga done went to jail twice. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> this nigga got kicked out. This nigga. <laughs> this nigga got kicked out of out of spot. This nigga uh this nigga Guys, was
1: boom Got uh, a girl pregnant with a condom. Oh, on.
0: I, I didn't even get there yet. That nigga was boning his OG's girl.
1: Hold on, man. Hold up, man. Don't
0: do that. What? That's Don't that's, that's that. what that's what it was, bro.
1: Dude, listen. First of all, how old is Jada Pinkett Smith in this joint, man?
0: Hey, listen, that's
1: because Kane that's is Oswald's 18. Name. Right.
0: Yo. Freshly, a fresh 18.
1: Yeah, fresh, like literally just graduated high school.
0: Yeah.
1: And he was eager to be up on him. Cause if she's around the age of, of Parnell, like when when he when he went outside when he was like eight, nine years old. This that dude mean, was a whole
0: that mean Parnell had to be around 18, 19.
1: Yeah. So she got yeah. at
0: least 10 years on him. Yeah. <laughs> And somehow art imitates life, man. Somehow art imitates life.
1: Hey. So Tyron okay. Turner
0: was August, i seen it this whole time.
1: <laughs> How amazing, man. How amazing. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. Okay. I knew we were gonna do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, so. So yeah, but okay. So since we're there, let's let's be there. So this woman mm-hmm. is Parnell's girl. You know what I'm was saying? And baby mom was Par- well, this is the thing. He still viewed her as that. He still he, he still he viewed don't, He don't count. His, his view don't count. Well, you know, because he wasn't, it wasn't that. Type of relationship in the beginning, it was more right. of he looked out for me as a kid. And, oh no, you, know, you talking you got,
0: about Kane Kane towards yeah. is that okay? okay yeah. yeah, you right. Yeah, you right.
1: yeah, because he looked at it like he he's looking after her son right. he's looking after her because uh, Parnell took care of yep. him when he was right. a kid. And you know the prison scene when he went to see him, mm-hmm. we'll get we'll, we'll get to that a little later. But, so I won't get into the details. But that was, but the, like, that
0: was the honorable thing to do. And, that's, was. and that's a, that was dope for him to do that, too, just the fact that, you know what I'm saying, he made sure he was taking care of them and looking out for him. That was dope.
1: Well, I mean, we can go ahead and do that because, I mean, we're 40, we 40 minutes in. Yeah, so, it, it basically, matter. basically he, he would – well, Ronnie was basically really telling him bye because they was getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And Kane kind of made the decision, but he was still kind of on the ropes because after he got beat up by the cops, she told him that she got a job opportunity in Atlanta. Right. And he's like, you know, congratulations. Boom, boom, boom. So she's like, well, I was hoping that you would come with us. He was like, yo, what's the point? It's still in America. I'm still going to be black. You know, what's the difference?
0: He was on the fence. He's doing that thing.
1: Well, honestly, it was more of when you ain't got nothing to do you're stuck in a hospital,
0: man. Don't you lie like
1: that, man. I'm just saying, don't dude. He said like he he sat there and said, "Yo, I got a lot." He was, I was just sitting here thinking,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, what what is there really left for me? You know what I mean? I got, man, I got shot.
0: Man, we both dude, know, we listen. both know why he went to
1: Atlanta. True, but listen, he got shot. He got beat up by the cops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he he go eat that jail food. He's throwing up and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, like what what else is really left for him? So they went to see him. He really only say a few words to Ronnie. Like, you know, how you doing? Fine. How's the boy? Fine. Let me talk to Kate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and then he totally love her. But you know, you know that's that jailhouse shit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta get that out there. So basically, he tells Kane like, you know, go and run it. He was like, nah, I ain't even like that, even though I just smashed last night, but it ain't like that. It ain't right. like that. But he's like, because he had so much respect for him. And mm-hmm. that's the one thing about like those type of relationships like between men, because his father died early. Yeah. And he looked at Parnell as a father, and he told him. Yeah, like, I look at he was like like, yeah, he looked at you like Yeah, I looked at you like my dad. And he told Kane to go with Ronnie, she's a good woman, and raise that boy better than I raised you. and
0: Also, he, he told him that she already told me how she feel about you.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was like, I know how she feels yeah. about you. And that's also an honorable thing to her. But also, right. you also got to look at the reality. You got life without parole, my guy. Yeah, it's a wrap. I mean, now, don't get me wrong. It's still the honorable thing to do. But it still takes a man to say this, like a dude that you semi-raised and you like, yo, I want you to raise my son, but raise him better than the things that I taught you. Mm -hmm. But also, I know that you about to be smashing a woman that I guess we could say he loved her. I mean, we don't really know their relationship.
0: Yeah, they ain't really dive too much into it.
1: Yeah, we don't know if it was just like, you know what I'm saying, his number one or his number two. Like, we don't know, like, Mm -hmm. how tight they really was if this was just a situation where they were smashing he got her pregnant and you know so we really don't know how cool they was but Kane was loyal to him
0: mm-hmm.
1: he was loyal to him you know he always left for money he always looked after the little man so but it was the honorable thing to do now you still have to the thing about people that's doing a lot of time is accepting the fact that you're doing this time, right? And I think that Parnell got to the point where he's accepted the fact of I'm never getting out of here. Mm-hmm. So I would rather her be with somebody like you than to just be with anybody and any not just anybody raising my son, but exactly. somebody like you. Exactly. And that it, it it takes a man to do that, man. Yeah, that's true, man. Um.
0: Also, man, you know what I'm saying? Like just the just the fact that. He he was able to finally come to, you know what I'm saying, that realization that, yo, if I do stay here, it's gonna be some bullshit. So let me leave, let me go actually take a chance and see what's actually out there for me. I'm glad that he actually did that because I feel like if he didn't, um you know what I'm saying, it the worst of the worst would have would have would have came along you know what I'm saying, he could have possibly been in there with Pernell, you know what I'm saying? or oh, He was not, on his way. Huh. That's what I'm saying, yeah, like, not even that, just, you know what I'm saying, like, just anything could have happened. I mean, of course, later on down the line, we see that he gets shot. Um, we do got to talk about that ending, though, because I hate that ending. Um, oh. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, like, just the, you know what I'm saying, just the fact, like, think about if he would have said earlier when she asked him at the hospital, like, you know what I'm saying, I, I'm thinking about you know what I'm saying, leaving, and he was like, yeah, shit, Sharif could have still been alive. You know what I'm saying? He would have never got shot. Like, all kind of shit could have happened. Also, like I said, I'm mad about this movie. One thing I don't like about this movie is they had too many, like, after school special moments. So, like, the moment when you know what I'm saying, Mr. Butler was in there talking to him, and he was like, you know what I'm saying, the hunt is on. And you are to pray, and he was going through it, and he was like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do, Mr. Butler, and then shit like that, or like when his grandfather was in there talking to him, and he was like, uh, <laughs> he told that grown ass man that he was bad <laughs> he was like <laughs> he was like, you know what I'm saying he was like, "I can't have you live one more night in my house, not like this and he was like, you know what I'm saying he just looked up with the sad face, looked at his grandma, and you know what I'm saying, just walked out like all of them moments where it was like... After every after every one of them scenes, I was waiting for the star to shoot with the rainbow. Like, the more you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what are to
1: happen, bro? Like, for <laughs> <it's> real. <laughs> look, but why, I mean, why, like, yeah. Why were why we on Mr. Butler,
0: yeah.
1: One of one of my favorite parts. Little small scene, though. Little small uh-huh. scene. So when they had the cookout, which you which you mentioned a few times. Yeah. So they had the cookout, Mr. Butler come up, and everybody's talking to him about. About Sharif, like you know, Sharif is killing us. He on us all the time, all the time. But anyway, so he's like, he he comes up, he's like, man, his food smell good. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's like, I know all the food ain't gone, is it? <laughs> and then, oh, dog, like, hey, Keisha, fix Mister Butler a plate. So yeah. they conversating small talk. So then, Mister Butler like, man, it's taking that plate a while to get. <laughs> <laughs> He said, Keisha, bring Mr. Butler this motherfucking plate. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: shit's stupid, man.
1: Hey, but it was all time,
0: but But now, like, you know what I'm saying? The, the dope thing about that, bro, is like everybody can relate to, you know what I'm saying? those kind of scenes in the movie. Like I remember when we used to have barbecues like that. Like we used to actually have barbecues at parks and everything like that too. So you know what I'm saying? Like I remember them days when you know what I'm saying. And the dope part about it was like they was playing old school music. So like
1: you know what I'm the, saying there's that's playing funk music, bro. That's my point. You just you just I'm glad you brought this up because I yeah. almost forgot. So when they found out where the dudes hang out at that uh that stole what well, a Jack uh Harold Kill Harold, right? Mm-hmm. So the one funny thing about that is the point where they're on their way there. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Hey, I ain't killing no kids and I ain't killing no old people. He's yeah. like, Man, he says 12 o'clock, man. The no old people gonna be out here. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, it's like look, man, yeah, like a real bitch right now. He said, "This nigga shot your motherfucking cousin." And he was like, "So they go back and forth." And MCA like, "Man, both of y'all shut the fuck up, man. Both of y'all shut like some bitches." But this is the funny part, though. They give me my blood back. Yeah, he didn't give me my blood back. But the funny part is the two dudes mm-hmm. trying to get free food. <laughs> oh,
0: trying to get free hot dogs, bro. <laughs> hey,
1: at the end of the day. He said, hey man, what you hook up? She said, man, Tyler. <laughs> Y'all look. <laughs> hey, she said, one time, bro, niggas go get a job. Hey, these dudes robbing. And
0: no, they broke. This nigga said, This nigga said, man, my mama got a whole butt. He said, my mama got a whole <laughs> pot of chitlins at the house. We she can said, just we'll go,
1: go there. <laughs> he said, man, she said, just go to your mama's man, <laughs> anyway. hey, chitlins? The- Hell no. That's the all-time part though. And this is what I did not know. I've seen this movie, I don't know, 50 times. Mm-hmm. I just realized when they pull up to that down that down joint that they had, these motherfuckers listening to Al Green. Like, <laughs> That's
0: what I said, you bro. Like... Them niggas was listening to old school music throughout the whole movie, bro. It was it was no rap music being played.
1: Well, it was Stacy was listening to some rap music.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Cause he was like, You that gets no play in my ride. He had that uh public enemy tape.
1: Man, he was in that man, that one said you punk Irish F word. And then oh, he said something my about God. It. That's <laughs> that, oh, that song was nuts. that song was wild, bro. He, he was like something about how you look like a girl from the back or something or something. Man. I was like, whoa! Hey, I'm not quoting cool.
0: nothing from all I know. is That song was wild, bro. That's, and then I, something. you, so you know when I watch movies, I watch movies with the captions. Yeah, so I seen the lyrics come up on the screen, <laughs> and I was like, pause.
1: That's <laughs> like, pause, yeah, pause. Yeah, like, yeah, like, pause. Man, that's not those... right that that it was not right i just thought it was funny y'all about to go commit you know in movie terms of 187 and y'all listening yeah. to al green man, <laughs> like like, what is smooth, going on man. here nah um smooth. before we before we wrap up
0: though bro let's talk about this ending man
1: um hold on, hold on. okay so you said okay. you had to be for the ending so let me i'm gonna am going uh i'm gonna pull us to the i'm pull us to the ending okay right so they're having a going away party for ronnie mm-hmm. You know, and this is when he, you know what I'm saying, he get the skins and run. Wait, wait a minute. No, he didn't hit before he went to see Parnell. He hit after. Right. No, that's not true. Hold on. Wait a minute. The party, they, They went after. Yeah, it was after. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, so anyway, so he smashed. And Chauncey, man, I don't know what's up with Chauncey, man.
0: Chauncey, now,
1: hating ass old nigga, bro. Yeah, yeah. But we gotta mention one part about Chauncey before we get to this part. So earlier on, <laughs> Chauncey <laughs> then sure knocked out. Chauncey knocked out. So too short waking, but somebody hit the door. He go to the door. Fuck you, want nigga. <laughs> he was like, he said, he said, then I tell you not to come to this motherfucker. He said, then I tell you not to come to this uh, motherfucker. He said, when well, you told me to come at 1 o'clock. He said, shit, I don't get out of bed at 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, oh, shit. He said Nigga, I don't get out of bed till 2.30. Yeah, he was like, man, he said, so what you need? And so he's showing the car he needs. And so he's like, he's like, all right, come back around by 10.30. By he said, "He uh, you mean ten thirty tonight?" He said, "What? <laughs> uh, you, you can't come to this motherfucking neighborhood at night, Hey, bro, Captain hey, hilarious, hey, bro. all time. Okay, so Chauncey just, I mean, pushing up on Ronnie hard, like mm-hmm. everybody, like damn, like man, what's 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 really wrong with this fool, man? Like he he really trimmed tonight, so Kane had it. Can't get the peach for old dog. Wait a minute. Wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't do that. You got to set this thing up right. First, before all of this happened, Kane is all they all outside on the porch. Now this yep. is where the this when is where the reenactment. The thing. Yep, this is where the reenactment happened. Um, what's the little man's name? Um Anthony. And- Anthony come outside, you know what I'm saying? He basically asking to drink some beer or whatever. Kane, like, nah, he can't do that. So she catch him. Ronnie catch him, tell him to take his little ass in the house. She like, uh, I need to talk to you. So, you know so i saying? My nigga get up. Kane get up. He walked through. Old dog like, man, she got this nigga wearing. Panties. You know how niggas clown those boys, man.
1: <laughs> hey, which was, he shouldn't be clowning, because we ain't seen him with a girl not one time in this whole fucking movie. Definitely and they, ain't count, seen and they clown him about that. That's definitely what, ain't seen he him
0: like, with no broads.
1: Because they told him, he was like, man, he said, I'm trying to get in on this game. I said, What'd not you go over there and talk to some girls? man?"
0: <laughs> I got an interesting point, too. I got a real interesting okay. point after this. So, um, yeah, so they go into the bedroom, they talking. She like, so are you going to leave with me to go to Atlanta or what? So they basically, you know what I'm saying, getting into it. She kiss him. He like, nah, man, this shit ain't cool. And then, you know what I'm saying, he was about to leave out. She blocked him. He ain't really running no interference on that. And then, you know what I'm saying, they get in the bed. You know what I'm saying? Pound town. Then after that happened, she done changed her clothes up, you know what I'm saying? My nigga Stacy, you know what I'm saying? He watching my nigga. He look, he like, yeah. He yeah. said, you was never knocking the line and, out hey, that and, then he said, and then he said, he said, he
1: said, have my business, Stacey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so when that happened, you know what I'm saying? They had the party or whatever. This nigga, you know what I'm saying? He on the couch, Chancy on the couch talking to a girl. He like, Yeah, we went to the Lakers game. That's where we was at last night. That's where I was confused at because I thought that was a girl. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't. So i <laughs> <You're
1: laughs> out through it like a dog.
0: Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? Here come Ronnie, he get to walking up, raw, 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 you know what I'm saying? Hugging up on it. So then he's like, Yeah, you know, give me a little kiss. She's like, Absolutely not, and get up off me. So then they start going at it. My nigga Kane was like, Man. I mean fucked up. You ain't about to mess my shit up. Hey, dog, you, you got your pistol on? He's like, yeah, he said, let me see it. So he was like, man, wait, let me see it. So he take the clip out that motherfucker. He walked right up on Chauncey. Bow, pistol whipped this nigga. So they carry him to the back in the uh, in the bedroom. And then bitch-ass Chonzie snitched on these niggas. With the oh, tape. Hold
1: on, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. So, So they go old dude watching the tv mm-hmm. he's like man the dude whooping his ass hey man it's kind of like i came with whooping your ass last night <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said he said yeah nigga. <laughs> he ain't gonna be laughing though when the co- when the cops get the whole this tape he's like man Fuck all that. He said, Man, the way the dude whooping his ass, he said, man, if you was on the TV, this I can't whoop your ass. He was like, Kane. And then smack something off the table. And yeah. that's where you get the snitching. It's just mm-hmm. like, because you get your ass whooped by Kane when you know you was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna snitch on not just him, but you snitching on old dog too.
0: Yep.
1: All because you got cop blocked. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's it, but like I said, she already has a copy. yeah. And it's like, that's how crazy things are in the hood because that's a fact. When he, when he went to jail, and the famous scene we talked about, you know what I'm saying, with Bill Duke, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know, you done fucked up, right? You know, you done fuck so up, don't you? that's that the whole glass when he dropped, when he dropped the beard, they got his fingerprints from them, yep. but they didn't have the tape, so they couldn't they do nothing help. to him. Yeah. But now, Chauncey. Now, snitched on him, turn turned the tape, but, but at the end of the day, he told Old Dog, stop showing people the damn tape. Well, this is now, where it's
0: all fucked up because all that shit didn't even matter. What truly mattered was the fact that this nigga leaving to go to Atlanta, get kicked out the house. Okay. Well, before well, he even get in the why,
1: house. Though.
0: Yeah. Before he even get in the house. This chick cousin pop up. Now, the chick is the chick from the barbecue. You know what I'm saying? My nigga, he just got a brand new 5.0 green with the gold Ds. You know what I'm saying? Nice stereo system. My man was riding clean. You hear me? Stopped the old girl in her tracks. He seen her from afar, popped up on her. You know what I'm saying? She said, you in my way. He said, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I tend to do that. She said, do what? Get in my way? He said, yeah. Next thing you know, my man got the digits. Let her free you know what I'm saying, banged her out, you know what I'm saying, lied to Sharif, said he wore a condom. Obviously he didn't because she, <laughs> she called him and said, I'm pregnant. He said, it ain't mine. And then, you know what I'm saying, she sent their cousin over there. Now, when she sent their cousin over there, her cousin didn't know uh, that you're supposed to always be on guard. You can't just go over there being tough, you know what I'm saying. Um, I forgot what his name was. He ain't got no name. Buster ass Samuel Monroe Jr. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he went over there being the Buster that he always is on the on, on film. And um, yeah, man. So after that happened, um, he get beat up in front of his grandparents' house. grand, you know, his granddaddy ain't like that shit. Told him to get in the house. And then after he told him to get in the house, he called him bad, kicked that man out. His grandma was trying to help him, but you know what I'm saying? This is the one grandma couldn't help with. So um finally after all that happened they packing everything up now this is also a famous scene in the movie as well now it's been a famous scene thanks to TikTok when they moving everything around you know what I'm saying old dog like man if you leave, if you leave with that girl man you know what I'm saying you ain't nothing but a punk man you did it up. you know trying to They get call the him a thing. sellout man yeah sellout so she threw the bag at him made sure she you know what I'm saying she walked to the door closed the door they get to talking or whatever. He like, you know, so I'm thinking about telling my grandparents bye, blah, blah, blah. So the the part in the in the scene is she be like, um, I need you to help me move these. You no, know, she said, I need you to get the moving some of these boxes out. And he was like, You keep talking to me like that, I ain't gonna move nothing. And then she said, You ain't gonna move what? That's the scene on TikTok that they always been using now. So just to let y'all know, that's for Minutes to society. If y'all see that on TikTok or Instagram, um, so. He going outside, you know what I'm saying? He talking to his boys as they loading up the van. Um, Elena's cousin, you know what I'm saying? He he tell her, like, nah, I got to handle my business. You know what I'm saying? I got to do what I do. I got to get my get back. So, you know what I'm saying? He hop off the porch. He loped to the car. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> That's definitely what he did. He definitely loped to the car. He get in the car, you know what I'm saying? They about to ride out on these fools. So... Eric, you know what I'm saying? They showing them loading up all the straps, you know what I'm saying, making sure all the bullets is in there. And then, you know what I'm saying, show the drive by. Kane go, you know what I'm saying, jump on Anthony, make sure he's straight. He you know, so he cover him up. Sharif gets shot up. Um, O dog just starts shooting. And then Stacy was in there with Ronnie. So basically, Stacy, you know what I'm saying, tackle Ronnie to the ground, covered her up, make sure she was good. Now, Anthony was alive. Sharif is dead. Kane is shot up again. But what we don't know is what the hell happened afterwards. Now, we've we've heard interviews about when, you know what I'm saying, they had the different endings and all the other stuff, so we've already heard all that. And, um you know what I'm saying, you can go check them interviews out. But my thing is, why didn't they give us the classic 80s, you know what I'm saying, Sharif? you know what I'm saying, died and da-da-da. Mr. Butler was mad. Old Dog went on to go to jail and da-da-da. You know what I'm saying, Kane survived, and then him and Ronnie lived happily ever after. You know what I'm saying, like, Stacy made it to Kansas Jayhawks team. You know what I'm saying, he ended up going to the NFL to play for the Vikings. Like, why didn't they give us, you know what I'm saying, the end of it, man?
1: Okay, I see that. I, I thought, for some odd reason, I thought you was going to, like, I thought you was about to beef with the whole Stacy scene of like, you know, patting his face and trying to, you know, revive no, no, the no. dude. I, I thought you had to beef that with O-Daw,
0: that oh dog, he was he was so lost and Stacy's like nigga go get some fucking help.
1: Yeah, true, true. Uh, yeah, I would have liked to know um, <clears throat> what ended up happening with everybody. We, we did we did not get. Um, I was about to say the finished product, but like right. we didn't we didn't get like the details of what really happened. even though it's a fictional story. not I mean, yeah. you know, enough it's not real. But I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to know what would have happened with everybody. Like all we all we really got is Kane died, mm-hmm. Sharif died, and Odal went to jail. We don't even know if Kane was dead. He was dead. He said he was dead. When? I mean, I know it, it during the narration, he was like, my, my grandfather told me once if I uh, cared if I lived to die. He mm-hmm. was like, I didn't. He said, I don't know. He said, but now I know I do. And now it's too late. I mean, I know he's dead and he can't narrate a story when he dead. But no,
0: I I just don't think that that's well, I guess you could say that he died that that's assuming he died but i just wanted to you know what i'm saying go off of that okay so that make more sense now okay
1: yeah like I'm in the cool narration he said he said that he had died mm-hmm. so i mean obviously we you know we left a lot of stuff out we didn't we didn't do we didn't do everything i mean we didn't do the famous scene of you know what i'm saying after he got the car he was like, I need some dating and I don't want to pay for them. Oh, man. Dude the dude pull up and drive through.
0: Give me a double burger with cheese. Give me, give me a double burger with cheese. That boy said, hey. No, he said, he, he said, said, what you want, man? He said, he, said, he said, nigga, you know what I want. I want your Dayton's and I want your sales system. And give me a like, double burger with cheese, nigga. I'm voting. He, he said,
1: he said, he said, uh, <laughs> he, no, said he, he said, said yeah, he said, can I get a ahead. double burger and some fries? And he some said, fries. He said, he, said, he said, nigga, I said, I want a cheese. He said, man, he had like cheese added like $50 to that no. burger.
0: <laughs> He was so stressed out about that, though. No, the best part where he'd be like, come on, man, we're supposed to be brothers. We're supposed to be brothers. Brothers? You to be smart. You know what? Give me a double burger with cheese, nigga. Now I'm hungry. That shit was funny,
1: bro. Hey, but it was the all time. But it yeah. was the all time. And then he's going down the street listening to Roger and Zap Computer Love on Dayton's, no, yeah. huh? On oh, Dayton's, but I'm telling you, like this, yeah. was, this is a classic, people. Hey, Listen,
0: just to let y'all know, man, the West Coast stole from us. i just. <laughs> 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 nah, they, they made they made it hot though. Shout out to the Dayton. Shout out to Roger and Zap. You know what I'm saying? Hometown things. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So um Yeah, bro. You ready for uh fire flames? Let's do it. Let's go. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, man. Real quick for anybody that don't know, man, if you are new to this. Fire Flames is basically how we rate each movie or television show that we review. Uh, one to five, one being the worst, five being the best. And yes, we use the fire emoji. So um, go ahead, bro. You up, man?
1: I'm up first. All right. Um, like I said, Hood Classic. Been watching this movie for years. Um, casting was good. Actually, I mean, it was great. I mean, you look at, you know, how some of these careers turned out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Hughes brothers had a relationship with the Rens. Take, I mean, I mean, dude, these dudes did Minister Society, Dead Presidents, dude. They did From Hell. Now, a lot of people might not know what From Hell is, it's a great movie, Johnny Depp, uh, Heather Graham. It, it was, a uh, it was about Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying that movie ended up being really dope. He did the. They did the book of Eli, my guy. So they they got a uh, they got a strong little uh, filmography there. But for what this movie was about and for what it did to the culture, the quotable lines like I only did a few of them. I mean, I ain't even really, I ain't even really get into it into it. And the messages that were there. Now you did, you did open me up to something I never thought before. Mhm. because now you got me thinking, did she still go to Atlanta? Did Cherie right. still go to Kansas? Because, I mean, those are traumatic deaths. Those are life-changing deaths. Like, they, like, these people were tight, tight. Like, they was really like a family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, for these people to just die the way that they died, like, did they still continue to do those things? But, even with that I'm gonna give it a 4.5, man. Um, I mean, this movie is just one of those hood class. I mean, dude, this is not no horror movie. The makeup was tremendous. I mean, this shit looked like real bullet holes, like the blood looked real in this. Like, even those small things of like even I mean, but I mean, really, I mean, this is just how we dressed back then. Like even like when they were like, you'll see them pull a gun out of like out of their pocket or whatever, and you'll yeah. see how the the uh, the belt don't even fit the jeans because the jeans are too big and they ain't none of the hoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they had everything down to detail. But so like even the makeup and the costumes in this joint, man, was right on point. I love the little history lesson they gave us, showing the watch from the '60s. Man, I'm gonna give it a four point five, man.
0: For sure, man. Um, I'm with you, man. Um, the cast was dope as hell. Um, the story in itself was fire. Just the fact that they that this was all from one character's point of view, even though you kind of got a little bit from every character in it. Um, but like I said, man, it encapsulated the time. Um, it encapsulated the area of LA in that time as well. I thought that was genius. Um the writing, the production, the, um, the the filmography, the cinematography of it all, it was all great. Um, but, like I said, the ending, man, that's what I had beef with. The ending, it just left too much on the table for me. Um, so, I'm going to give it a four.
1: Cool, cool. I ain't mad at it. <clears throat> now, I do got to mention something while, while we're here. hmm So, you mentioned something. And I think I know where you was going, but I also got a little something else to go along oh, with
0: it. I forgot. Oh, Dog about O so yeah. Go ahead. I think your point I think you was
1: gonna say that he's a he was a virgin. And he ain't had none. Uh-uh. Is, that's not what you were gonna say. Uh-uh. Okay, well, let me, let me say this, then you say it. so the whole girl thing, I just figured that because old dog was still a minor, so he had to be 16, 17 years old. He's done. So, so I figured that the reason we never really seen him push up on a girl like that is because mm-hmm. as hard as he was i think he was still kind of afraid you know what i'm saying to smash something now old dog now i did a podcast on 28 minutes less mm-hmm. entitled the hardest character now that yeah. was it was a thing going on on social media and they were saying who do they think is the hardest character it had old dog it had doughboy the other ones. Lino Brown. Yeah,
0: Tony Montana too, didn't
1: you? No, no. Bishop. It was though, it was those four characters. And I said, oh dog, hands down. Yeah. O Dog was a complete minister society. He had no calculation to his madness. Like, because like I said, like Doughboy, he was just. At the end of the day, he was just protective. Like he, mm-hmm. it, he wasn't really trying to be hard. Nino Brown was a straight up snitch, and like if he didn't have people around him, he was really a bitch. At the end of the day, right. and like I said, Bishop was just jealous. That's all that was. Mm-hmm. He got a gun in his hand, and he just turned to you know what I'm saying, to kill all of a sudden. O'Dawg was just completely crazy. I mean, the whole scene of him.
0: Also, LA- I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. <laughs> we got to revisit that whole Bishop thing. How many bullets did that nigga have in the revolver,
1: bro? Yeah, by this dude, that dude shot that good twenty-seven <laughs> times. My God, it it's only six. Am yeah,
0: I six shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. <laughs> I just thought. I'm sorry, that just came to my mind. I had to get that out of my head, but that's crazy, bro. I just thought about that. Like, bro, this nigga killed eighty-seven people with a six bullet revolver, bro.
1: Not even that. I'm laughing at the part. Where he was chasing after uh, uh, Q, mm-hmm. he shot that gun like 17 times, man. He That's never what I'm reloaded. saying.
0: And you never, never seen reloaded. him, reloaded. no, you never seen him reload through the whole movie, <laughs> you never seen him load it up.
1: This oh, nigga man. had a machine gun revolver, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he had a revolver with a clip.
0: And it
1: had an extendo on it, bro. What the fuck, man? Oh, man. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. 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 So, uh, but in every hood, Mm -hmm. there's always, I don't care with it. I named the one we had. We had, man, ours was Claire Ruth. We do anything, you know what I'm saying, for some drugs. And he shoots the neighborhood crackhead because he offered him. A cheeseburger. He didn't want them.
0: so that then he offered him the man.
1: ultimate gift. Yeah, he said, "Man, I suck your dick." He said, "Man, you will do what?" I'm he said, "I suck your dick." I'm glad you. He done your shot part it. He done shot my man. And MC and them like a stupid motherfucker. Yeah,
0: they <laughs> they was so unfazed at the fact that he shot the, the base head, bro.
1: Yeah. But,
0: so um, what was your what was your theory? Okay, so I'm glad you brought that part up, right? After watching this movie now through the lens of 2021, I think old dog was gay. I
1: mean, look, he got really offended, dude. And this is what I'm saying. He
0: never talked to girls. Even when even when they said, Man, go talk to a girl or something. All he did was tell old girl to get up. Yep. He he got super emotional when Kane was leaving. And then when the crackhead asked him, you know what I'm saying, to top him off, he was like, hold on, what? That right there was like, hey, but this nigga gay. He, ain't, he just can't come
1: out the closet. That was a good theory, man. I'm just saying. I don't because know for sure. But He said that Kane is pussy pussyfoot. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, you know, that's what a lot of dudes do when they get pussy. You know, you got to do things that you don't normally do. And then he called him no, a no. sellout? Uh,
0: yeah. All because he was leaving to Atlanta. Yeah, look, at look at his
1: hairstyle. I mean, I don't know, man. That was kind of popular in the early 90s. Bro,
0: no, they wasn't. Dude.
1: dude,
0: man, my Apparently, dude. They didn't get them until Old dog had them. You know who had them in the 90s?
1: Whoopi man. Goldberg. She did. You want to know who else had them? Jada Pinky <laughs> Smith. And, and what's his name? Kale from Good Burger, man.
0: Nigga, that was a wig, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying that. And Kale's didn't look like that. No. Nah. this nigga, this nigga down there had barrettes in this shit. I'm just saying. I mean, boy could have been it's,
1: gay. A, it's a theory. It is a theory. I That's never all. thought about it that way. I just thought that the dude was just a virgin he just never had none and he didn't know the power of pussy. I
0: don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, I couldn't see... I, I don't see the character of Dog being a virgin. I
1: don't know, man. Just I mean, like, he, it just seemed like he just wasn't, wasn't really trying to get with no girls, man. I've
0: never seen him talking to a girl or nothing. And then Again, every girl, friend? Every girl he interacted with he had
1: beef with him. Every single one of them. So every man. single one of them. And then why you so obsessed with watching yourself shoot somebody on tape, man? Like
0: then, then when he was like, uh, when when she was like, "Don't be drinking up all the beer. Save some for every somebody for everybody else." He was like, "Man, that everybody else is came." She was like, "Yeah, nigga, and you ain't came." He walked off like, "So, like, yeah, <laughs>
1: Nigga's gay, man." So, um, just a wow. theory though. That's just a theory. Okay. We we'll never know. Okay. Well, look, man, that's why we gotta get Lorenz Tate on the horn, man.
0: Yeah, we gotta, we gotta talk to Lorenz Tate so he knows <laughs> about that, man. Lorenz Tate, <laughs> if you out there, man, hit us up. Hit up Viewers Anonymous, <laughs> man. We would we would really love to interview you and and see what you think about this theory. Um yeah, man, let's do coming soon, man. All right. Coming soon. Coming soon. A little technical difficulty there. <laughs> um yeah, man. So um next up, Friday, uh, we got American Beauty, man. Um it came out in what what did it come out in ninety six? Ninety nine. Oh, 99. Be 99. yeah. Kevin Spacey, uh Annette Benning. I ain't heard that name in a minute. Um, and it has some other familiar names, but but mainly uh, what that? Mila, Spacey.
1: Mila, uh, what's her name? Mina Savari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, first of all, people, uh, don't cancel us. Uh, we, we know that uh, Kevin Spacey is kind of canceled hey, out here. You I sure? ain't
0: gonna lie to you. That don't got shit to do with us. That's what white people business.
1: Hey this movie like i this mean
0: this also a, this also might be art imitating life
1: i'm telling you cuz this is this is a weirdo movie my guy like man this, i mean no, i'm gonna
0: tell you my favorite part of this whole movie though when this nigga decided <laughs> in his midlife crisis that he was going to start working out and smoking weed <laughs> <laughs> that sent his wife over the fucking edge bro
1: Hey, but that jump was all time. But and yeah. then, and then he just hear through the grapevine that his daughter's high school friend yeah, thinks that too. he's sexy. So now he's like his whole objective. is like first of all he daydreaming about this girl, and then his whole objective is the banger. My God, like, like that's what he's doing through the whole movie. And then he got the opportunity. Then she said, "I'm a virgin." Oh man. That yo, way. this movie's nuts, man. This yeah. movie is nuts. We gonna, we no, gonna have the, the Wife is thing.
0: banging her boss, like it's all kind of crazy shit going on in this
1: movie. Damn. I still don't
0: know what this movie is about to this day. And I've I've yes. watched
1: this movie multiple times. Yo, my man is filming a bag and says the most beautiful thing he ever seen, a bag going in the air, man. And his dad, his his dad, dad called him
0: he's gay. gay. <laughs>
1: I don't know why that was funny. I don't
0: know why that was always funny to me, but I'm just saying, like, bro, my man was just into art. He was into making movies. Why does he have to be gay because he wants to make movies, bro? Like, get off my man's back, man. Goddamn.
1: Oh, man. Hey, yo, this movie's wild. I can't do this shit.
0: I'm going to tell you what was even more funny. He was calling him gay, but the nigga was hanging out with a girl the whole time. Yeah. And he was (laughs) gay. That's what I'm saying. Like he was no. banging, he was banging out with a girl the whole time.
1: Hey, boy, when he was in the bed daydreaming about a girl, he was jacking mm. off, and his wife said, What you do?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, this movie is crazy. Man. So, oh uh, man, yeah, yeah we're gonna have fun with this. One. Yeah, this one's gonna be this, gonna be wild. So, uh, y'all tune in Friday, man. You already know American Beauty will be the um be the topic of the episode also you know what i'm saying we have what you're watching so look out for that um also if you guys have anything that you're watching that you want us to review or you just you know what i'm saying have something excuse me that you guys want us to talk about for a little bit before we get into an episode always feel free to hit us up on the socials um on instagram or you can hit us up on twitter as well um facebook too so um feel free to hit us up on the socials at any time um, with any suggestions um, or, you know what I'm saying, just if you guys got questions, if you guys want to tell us your rating on whatever movie or show you listen to, whatever episode, just let us know what episode it was. Let us know your fire flame rating. Please use the fire flame emoji. You know what I'm saying? That way we know you really about that life. And um, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? We'll definitely um, start reading those out on the show. I think that'll be a dope thing to do. You know what I'm saying? To um shout out our listeners and stuff like that. Um, also, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at View and You can also find us on Facebook at VAPOT Watch Group. Um, for any questions, anything like that, feel free to hit us up. Uh, Once again, also, you can find me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. You can also check me out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Scoots Bronson. I'm going to be doing some gaming on there. I got isolated society this weekend. So y'all look out for that. Uh, Also, check out my T-shirts, overly opinionated at ovop.storeenvy.com. Get you some graphic T-shirts, man. You know what I'm saying? Support the boy.
1: Yes, <clears throat> sir. Um, y'all can catch me at S.Foster 8 on IG and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod on IG as well. Uh 28 Minutes or Less on Facebook. I just put out a new episode uh actually today. Uh go check that out. Uh I went over the second season of Wu Tang, an American saga. So uh just put that out. So go out and support the boy. Um shit, man. That's it, man. That's all I really got. That's what's up, man. Also,
0: man, if you want to catch us um talking about something else other than movies, every Wednesday, go to Scooch Bronson TV on YouTube or go to 43 three underscore pie on Twitter. Is that no? That's Instagram, right? Which one? What's the 43
1: uh
0: Twitter? Oh, uh, Twitter. It's official. That's the so.
1: Official. Go to
0: at official 43 pie on Twitter. Um, follow us there, and you can watch us every Wednesday um, around 6 o'clock doing the 4-3 podcast, or you can listen to us the next day on Spotify. Um, you can follow us there. So that's pretty much all we got. Can't wait till Friday, man. Like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut.